0: Welcome back to The Rangers Report. Of course, it's the final edition of 2023. It's me and Andy Sinton getting the Christmas mood, as well as reflecting on the victory over Hull, the draw with Plymouth and the defeat of Sheffield Wednesday. We joined the squad at Hillenden Hospital and Loftus Road for the Junior Hoops Christmas party as the Rangers squad spread festive joy ahead of the Christmas period. We also look ahead to what 2024 will bring, starting off with the clash against Southampton and then the busy festive period. This is The Rangers Report, brought to you by RFI. Since this is it, the final one of 2023, how are we first of all? I'm really good. Um, yeah, really, really good looking forward to the, the festive period and what that all brings for football and at home for Andy Sinton.
1: I'm, I'm a bit like a kid. I, I love Christmas. I think it's a, a, a magic time of the year, but also I love the football that goes with Christmas, you know, the tradition, the Boxing Day games, et
0: cetera. So uh, yeah, really looking forward to it. We will touch on it a bit later, but Andy Sinton, as a footballer, <laughs> Christmas was quite a good successful period for you, wasn't it? You know what? I
1: was looking at... My sort of time at QPR, um, during the week actually, um, when I probably knew we'd talk about it. And then the four seasons, I didn't realise until I looked at the results. Uh, probably the 10 or 11 games I was involved in, we, we went unbeaten. So, uh, so, yeah, so that's, that's good. So, uh, no pressure to the boys at the, at, at the moment.
0: <laughs> Let's look back on the field of Marty Cifrentes' side. Hull City and Plymouth Argyle, first of all, the home games. Mixed bag, fair to say. Good performance against Hull, Plymouth... There was positives to take, but necessarily yeah. the result wasn't what we would yeah. have wanted. But
1: first of all, take each game as it comes, the whole game. I thought Hull were a really good team. Uh, no surprise to me that they're sort of surprised a few, the way they play. Uh, give you problems, um, got people in the team that can really cause you problems and hurt you. So uh, first off, I thought it was a really good game to watch, nip and tuck. You know, Both, both teams looked dangerous at ties both goalkeepers had to make. Probably routine saves if you like. But we you know, big moments and games, we we went ahead on the stroke at half time. Chris Willock, what a what a strike, what a goal. You know, he comes in on the right, comes across the box and he I'm right behind it I can't say exactly what he's gonna try and do and he he executes it to, to, to perfection and it's a it's a stunning strike from uh, from Chris.
0: And that obviously comes <coughs> off the back of his two goals at Preston and week before that against Stoke. Three and three, is that Chris Willock? Almost back to his best. Well, I'm personally,
1: I think I speak for everyone at the club um, and our fans. I'm delighted to see Chris back playing, playing regular, but actually having a real big contribution to the team with these performances. But certainly the goals, you know. And now, um, yeah, let's get it right. He's had a bit of a tough time, you know, with the injury, bad injury. Uh, coming back goes again, loses a bit of confidence, loses form, etc. But. He's a quality player and delight to see him back and uh, long may his form and his goals uh, continue for us.
0: And Ilyas Chair wraps <clears> it up <throat> midway through the second half. Again, his first goal at Loftus Road for quite a long time. Again, that was against Hull City that he scored that goal as well.
1: Well, the second half, you know, Hull, again, I've already said they're a really good side. They threw everything at us. They were really pushing. And we had to dig deep and show a different side to, to us under Marty, where we have to you know, defend our box, get blocks in, win headers. Uh, introduction of uh, Sinclair-Armstrong um, comes in, but before the goal, you know, Asmir Begovic, big player for us, showed his class, if you like, with two two brilliant saves that kept us in front, and Sinclair comes on with his pace, closes their goalkeeper down, forces an error, goes to Chris, he has the composure and the ability to, to, to pick the right pass for Ilias, clever movement in the box and a really confident finish uh, to, to put us 2 nil up, you know, and um, so yeah, just shows you. Um, game was nip and tuck, but two really well crafted goals from our point of view in different reasons, but also defensively we were solid. And Asmia on the night, because of 2 0, he made another fantastic save as well, low down to his right. So uh, now, really pleased and win against a good team.
0: I know we always mention how good the QPR fans are, but how good was it to feel Loftus Road rocking after that well, full time?
1: Well, it was, it was bouncing, wasn't it? And uh, I think the fans warming to the players and the way they performed, not just the result, the, the actual performance, the energy that came from them, and the energy that comes from the stand. Um, I've always said, you know, we're, we're in this together, and uh, that was a good night.
0: And then quickly, attention switched to guy Argyle in a Almost a crunch clash at the bottom. Yep. It almost came across that neither team wanted to lose the game in the end. Is that a fair reflection on it? Well, I
1: think uh, I don't think I know. Um, we didn't start the game very well. Um, probably for the first time under Marty, I thought the first 15 15-20 minutes we were really sloppy. We give the ball away quite a lot. They came at us. I thought they showed, you know, the performance they gave in the first twenty odd minutes. Um, wasn't a team that was struggling in the position that they're and certainly if you look at their away record they were better than that I think they would have probably felt whilst they were on top they were a bit unfortunate not to be ahead Um, but yeah I was quite impressed with them but then 25-26 minutes there's a a, a key moment in the game where their centre back gets gets sent off in my opinion the right decision Samfield wins at middle of the park breaks through Elias he's driving at the centre back commits him I think it's a really high challenge. So he goes off and you felt then with the run that we're on, 10 men, this was probably gonna be an easy 65 minutes, but.
0: You have to give credit to Plymouth, don't you, for the way they Enormous
1: credit. You know, we knocked at the door. It Wasn't like we didn't create anything, you know, there was plenty of stuff goes in the box. We had a few headers wide, strikes were off target. But did we do enough on the night to win? Probably not, but you know what, sometimes when you're not at your best, you don't get beat, you put a point on the board, it was another clean sheet and we march on to the next game.
0: In the next game, of course, was the Andy Sinton derby, Sheffield Wednesday <laughs> away. Like, we laugh about it, but in the end it w- proved to be a difficult afternoon in Hills- uh, Hillsborough, didn't it?
1: That was a really disappointing finale, um, you know, the first, the first half I thought was a really cagey affair, um, probably showed you two teams little bit weary of each other for league positions what was at stake you know we win we go away from them they win they close the gap sort of thing um but as an away team you know you limit them to absolutely nothing we're not at our best the game needs a spark Ilias comes in on his right foot puts a shot across the arby tries to get in the way of it puts us one nil up and you know you go in at half time although we're not at our best as i've said but you go in one nil, really comfortable, but you know, you just know Sheffield are gonna come at you.
0: And one thing since Marty's been in, he's not afraid to make a substitution, yeah. is he? At half time, once again, he's brought on Chris Willard and Dykes and taken off the sink there. Yeah,
1: he sees things and he, he's he's not um, he's not afraid to act on what he sees for, for various reasons. I quite like that in the coach because it shows that he's confident in what he's seeing and what he wants. Um, but it's fair to say, not because of the subs um i'll I'll add that not because of the subs. I think you give Sheffield Wednesday a hell of a lot of credit. They came out, they changed their formation they they almost went a big gung ho, almost went four up top, and penned us back and you know we really had to withstand some early pressure uh, just as you think you've withstood that. I think we had a great chance, I don't think, I know we had a great and that chance.
0: that sums up football, doesn't yeah. it, from within 30 seconds. I think you said on commentary, yeah. how football can change by a flip of a coin. Yeah, it?
1: yeah we, should, we should put the game to bed. We've got a great chance. Should be 2-0 up, a couple of minutes later, you're you, you pegged back at 1-1. And if I walk away from Hillsborough at 1-1, from where we were, I'm disappointed. Little did I know that it
0: was going to get worse. How unfortunate is that second <coughs> goal? Um, as a fan here speaking, there's not much you can do, is there? As a defensive unit, it hits the post from Ashley Fletcher's header and comes straight back to him. Well,
1: I think you look at all, every goal you concede. There's always something you can do. I think we, you know, we look at the way we concede the possession to give the corner away. Um, could we have done better with the header at the far post? Hits the post. Could we react? But at all, listen. People laugh when you talk about the small margins in games, you know, but games are decided on small margins, but big moments. We had a big moment on 82 minutes to kill the game, didn't take it. They peg us back and you're right. They get a little bit of fortune and we go away absolutely on the floor. But then I bet our fans who were there, but I felt in the players, I felt on the floor because of the manner in which we had almost had that. A win was snatched away from us in the space of a few minutes. But you know what, take it on the chin, you move on.
0: In fairness to Marty after the game, he spoke to us and he said he wasn't completely (coughs) happy with the performance overall as well.
1: I would agree with that. I think it's probably um, the worst, and it wasn't bad, but I'm saying with the performances, probably the worst we've played as a whole over uh, the 90 minutes. Um, But again, big, big moments went against us. We dust ourselves down but I think you know we'll probably talk about where we are now to where we were let's get it into perspective we're hugely disappointed we lost the game but we've racked up uh, quite a few points in recent weeks and if we keep that form and that points return tally we'll be absolutely fine
0: if we look at the under 18s and the development squad we'll try and make positive of it on Wednesday night while we were drawing at home to Plymouth the under 18 lads Michael Hyde's Brilliant. team were. Uh, Taking Premier League side Wolves to penalties in the FA Youth Cup ended up victorious after a dramatic shootout, it seemed to go on forever. It's always nice to see the the younger lads winning, isn't
1: it? It's great for the younger players. First of all, it's great when they play in a a good venue, it gives them a taste of what it's all about. Um, Against the odds to go there, come through however you come through, cup football is all about getting in the next round. They did that brilliant, wonderful experience from them. They'll remember that day for the rest of their lives. And I remember when I played in the Youth Cup all those years ago. Um, still stays with me, so, uh, so well done in the next round. See where that takes us.
0: And they'll be at Loftus Road in the next round. We're still, uh, as the time of filming, we're still waiting for the yeah. opponents to be announced, but to play at Loftus Road for brilliant. the QPR lads will be a nice yeah, feeling, I would
1: urge our fans, you know, to, uh, to come and get behind the young kids, create an atmosphere and give them another night in their young careers and their young lives that they, can, uh, they, that they can really look back on with real fondness. And Let's face it, they'll do that if they, get the,
0: if they get the result we all want. And the Step Up, the development squad as well, have just signed off for 2023 and top of the league in the prof- professional yeah. development league to South. Um, they've had a, a great year as well, haven't they? Doing really well, and that's,
1: that's what you want going through the club. You want your youth team to be relatively successful is you certainly want that development group of the one underneath your first team to be uh, strong and doing well you want competition for places you want players staking a claim to get in that squad and to to step in and say to the manager this is what i can do so uh, yeah it's all looking good but uh, but going back to our first team under marty i just want to take the opportunity i think marty has made a a huge impact since he came in you know what have we taken we're disappointed with saturday but if you strip that back eight points from, um, 12 points from eight games. You know, we'll take that. I think the manner of the way we're playing, our players coming back to form, um, we, look at, we look at team that can cause teams problems. So, uh, loads of positives.
0: And as we head into Christmas, that's completely what I was going to say, you've sold on my point, was that we were certainly a lot more optimistic heading into, into 2024 than what we were yeah. a few months ago. Yeah, well, if you look at,
1: I've just written it down here, you know, we got eight points from the first 14 games. Um, and I think you're actually staring down the, the barrel um, then, but Marty come in, he's, he's giving everyone a lift, um, starting up at Rotherham, you know, his first game, you can see from the opening few minutes what he was trying to get to do with the team. He was the first one to admit, there's still a hell of a lot of work to do, but you know what, we're still where we don't want to be. I'm talking about, and you know, there's a line and we're below the line. We don't want to be there, but if you look at the points return, if we can keep going on that sort of trajectory, we'll be will be fine.
0: And as we approach the Christmas period, the lads have been out. Marty's first team squad <coughs> have been out at the Junior Hoops Party at Loftus Road and at Hillington Hospital visiting local children. It's always a a nice moment, isn't it, for, for lads?
1: Well, I think it's huge, you know. And we do at this football club, and it's encouraged. And you know, the the the, the players and the staff they do it brilliantly, you know. Uh, they understand the importance. Christmas is a great time. It's a great time to be a footballer, um, but it's also a time to, to take a little bit of a step back and recognize and understand that there's people in our local community not as fortunate as as they are. And that little bit, I'm a great believer little things are the biggest things. So that little bit of an afternoon of going into where they go, spreading some joy, seeing smiles on faces, that's, that's priceless for me. So uh, long may that continue.
0: And we caught up with members of the QPR first team squad at both the junior hoops party in W12 and at Hillinden Hospital. Looking on the field, Saturday is the start of the busy, festive run with Southampton at home. Talk to me about that. What are the thoughts ahead of it? Yeah, I think generally uh, we're really looking forward to it. Lots of games, lots of points to play for, Uh, points we're obviously desperate for. So we're looking forward to the period ahead.
1: The disappointment from from the last game is obvious. Um, It has to spark an anger in us, you know, and um, and controlled revenge, I suppose you could say, um, so excited, looking forward to it. We want to continue a good run at home in front of our fans who have really been there for us lately when we needed it at most, so roll on Saturday.
0: I think it's a pleasure to play in front of our fans, I think, you know, the last, last few games have been really solid here and um, we want to keep that going, obviously we're playing against a really, really good team. On a really good run of form, but um, you know, I think we believe in the quality that we have in the squad, and um, with the help of our fans, I think we can get a good result. Yeah,
1: obviously it's it's been tough, it's been a bit of a struggle, but there's no denying that um, in recent weeks, probably the last month or so, that there's been a huge improvement. Um, we've had some really good results, and even though Saturday was disappointing, I think we're excited to put things right again on Saturday and get back into that good
0: form. Yeah, we didn't we didn't want that in Sheffield, and probably didn't deserve it, but you know that, that that's football. It can be a cool game at times, but. You know, there's no, uh, there's no time to kind of feel down or feel sorry for ourselves. We're going to bounce back right away. And uh, Saturday is a big opportunity. Moving on since Christmas in the Andy Sinton household, tell me about it. What happens? Are you the the chef or are you the... the,
1: (laughs) No way. way. Uh, I'm a glorified waiter when normally (laughs) when uh, my wife's got quite a big family. So we have a big gathering. Um, I love Christmas. I love people uh, being around. I love what it brings, but also I'm able sometimes to just step back a little bit and I, I appreciate what we've got. Uh, I understand Christmas can be a time of joy, but it, it can also be a, a time of real heartache and trouble for others, whatever people are going through, you know, so um, so yeah, so let's get that in perspective, but uh, in my household, it's busy, <laughs> love it, but I'd be pleased to go into Millwall on Boxing Day
0: to, to get away from it. <laughs> Let's have a a bit of a laugh. What's your favourite Christmas song, since? (laughs) (laughs) And if you want to give us a line as well, then feel free. Uh, That's
1: the one thing I'm not doing. Um,
0: Show my age here. Because two songs
1: that I love that, you know, I was probably six, seven or eight when they were out, you know, uh, Slade. Uh, Hmm. Merry Christmas, everyone. Still an all-time classic and uh, a song by Wizard and I wish it could be Christmas every day, you know. I am showing my age, you probably don't even know what I'm talking about <laughs> in your age, but know uh, no they, the young ones are the best.
0: I'm a Felice Navidad okay. fan. Okay. I'm yeah. a bit more modern, a yeah. bit more contemporary, is more, more my style. Show mm. a few moves to that, do you? C- the hips get shaking, don't worry. <laughs> and we also we asked the the first team lads who would they like to g- not get a present from and who they would like to get a present from in the Current squad. I'm going to throw the question to you from your playing days, ideally here at QPR, who would you not like to get a present from and who would you like to get one from?
1: I'll probably say the late, great Ray Wilkins, I would like to get a present from because everything Ray did was class. You're probably guaranteed to getting something that was going to be <laughs> top draw. Who would I not like to get something from? <laughs> There's a few practical jokers, so you would never know what you were getting. You know, Dave Bardsley, Alan McDonald, bless him. Um, yeah, I'd probably say them two. <laughs> Only because you wouldn't know what you, you, know what we you were A box of tricks would open up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: And on the field, as we mentioned briefly at the beginning, Andy Sinton as a footballer, there's a few games that stand out. Everton in December 92. Man United, the 4-1, no one can forget that. Tell us about it. What's it like as a footballer at Christmas?
1: It's tough because you've got to make sacrifices. But you know what? If that's the if that's the sacrifice you make for doing the job that you love and, and getting well paid for, you know, I think that's um, a small price to pay. You know, but I used to I used to love Christmas. I used to like the close proximity of the games. I used to like the atmosphere, the coldness that it used to be to be out there. But uh, as I said earlier, you know, uh, looking back at my QPR. Uh, time an impressive record going unbeaten but you know the two games that you mentioned Everton 28th of December 1992 I still remember it <laughs> you know uh, first hat-trick first and only hat-trick in my professional career um, we won 4-2 still got the ball so that's that was special from a personal point of view then the other one you mentioned New Year's Day the season before we go to we go to Old Trafford we're live on the TV um,
0: I feel like you got a few assists in that game. Not that anyone mentions it to anyone.
1: <laughs> I was quite pleased with the first goal uh, to, to get us three minutes, I think. Then uh, had a couple of assists for Dennis. You know, and Dennis, brilliant achievement to score a hat-trick up at Old Trafford. But, uh, but no, two brilliant games that stay in my memory. You know, but the other ones, you know, playing against Liverpool on Boxing Day, drawing with them a couple of times, you know, just shows you where we were. The calibre of the team that we had, the club that we had, the fans were right behind us. But uh, nah,
0: I loved it. And as back to the current day, we kick things off. Southampton at home on the 23rd. Milwa, Boxing Day, then Ipswich. It's a, a relentless period, isn't it? Yeah, it's a tough, uh, it's a tough period because
1: the games come thick and fast and you're going to have to rely on your squad and you, you, your and wood that you don't pick up any injuries and whatever. But if you look at our games, you know, Southampton banging for... Beaten in 14, I think nine wins, five draws. The way they play, that's going to be a big, big We saw test. in the
0: reverse picture the quality that yeah, they've got, didn't yeah. we?
1: Got good players, the way they play, full of confidence. But you know what? That could be a really good game for us. Uh, there'll be a benchmark to we'll see how far we've come under Marty. I mentioned Hull. You know, uh, they were sixth when we played them, and you know, we, we beat them. But I, th- I thought they were a really good side. But I think Southampton will be a step up, but certainly nothing to fear. I thought we'd give a good account of ourselves. Down there early in the season. Probably unfortunate to lose actually, but we missed chances and got punished. Then you go from that to what I think on Boxing Day is a huge game. Millwall, they're one of the teams in and around us. You know, it's important when you, you've got teams in and around us, doesn't matter where you're playing, home or away, you have to go and get points. You know, whether that's one or three, you have to get someone, in my opinion. Um, then you've got Ipswich, surprising everyone. I tip them for top six, but you know what, to be in the top two nearly all season, that's going to be tough. And Cardiff, you know, uh, they're doing well. So there's your four games before the cup game, and none of them is easy, but bring it on.
0: And then January, we have the, the mammoth W12 month. I mean, a huge yeah. amount of games at home, which everyone loves playing at home, but every week is a new level, isn't it?
1: <laughs> yeah, we got the cup, then they, they come thick and fast in the league, you know, but you know. That's, that's the hand that's been dealt, so bring them on. Every game, where we are, every game is important. We have to, I know it's an old cliche, we take each game as it comes, so the next, the focus of the next game is purely on Southampton. Yeah, we'll have one eye on the, the different games and maybe squad rotation, et cetera, et cetera, but we'll be preparing to do all we possibly can to get three points against Southampton. That'll do us the world of good. Then we go on to the next one, then the next one, then the next one. It's a long way to go. But we can't afford a bad week. We can't afford a. No team can afford Dan. No team can afford a bad week. If we get a good points return in those four games over the festive period, that sets up sets us up
0: really, really nicely. Well, since thank you as always. Twenty twenty three has been a blast alongside you. So thank you, and have a good Christmas. We'll see you at the Southampton game. first of all, have a good Christmas. After that,
1: thank you very much, and uh, same to you. But to all our fans, you know. I know it's been a difficult year, but I think you can see the signs that we're on the app. Get behind Marty, get behind the team. Uh, come on, you Mars, and have a fantastic, wonderful Christmas and the very best for the new year.